I'm Mo Bandy, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for stopping by for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 351 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, country music star Mo Bandy is going to be joining us. He had over 60 hits and... He's got over 10 number one songs like Hey Joe, Hey Mo, and she's not really cheating. She's just getting even, and that's just the beginning of it. Mo's going to be joining us and talking about an event that he's got coming up and a whole lot more. So stick around for that. And I want to just let you know that uh, last week we had Marley Gibbs here on the show. She was Florence on the Jeffersons, and we had a tremendous booming amount of people downloading the show we appreciate that i hope all those people keep listening and you tell a friend and get more people to listen to on screen or beyond we appreciate it very much and what do you say it is time to get into remake madness next right here on on screen and beyond please hang up and try again Remake Madness, well, an animated film called Blazing Samurai is in the works, and guess what? It evidently is a remake loosely based on the 1974 classic Blazing Saddles, but the characters will be dogs and cats, and you can look for that April 14th of 2017. And David Batista of Guardians and Spectra fame will play the evil villain warrior Kurgan in the remake of Highlander, Still no word yet on who is going to be playing Highlander. And that's it for Remake Madness. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies, Keanu Reeves, Ryan Gosling, and Christina Hendricks and Ella Fanning are all cast in a horror thriller called The Neon Demon. Now, no plot is uh, as of yet being told anyways, and filming starts in March. Hayden Christensen will star in Untaught as an elite military team from World War II sets out to destroy a Nazi weapons facility in Poland. That's a secret one, of course. And they find Nazi zombies. <laughs> All right, no release date on that one yet. And you can look for Doris Roberts, U. O'Brien, who was a past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, and James Best, who also was another Past guests here at On Screen and Beyond, and Rance Howard to star in Old Soldiers. And this one's about three elderly veterans on a road trip to Washington, D.C. to visit the monuments. And it's a comedy. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels, right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Sequel City. Mel Brooks says he wants to make Spaceballs 2, and he's moving along with that one. And Zoolander 2 is set to start filming, and one of the locations is in Rome. The plot takes place ten years after the original left off, and Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, and Will Ferrell return to star in it. 
Paddington 2 is now moving forward as London's favorite bear gets a sequel. Sequels to Fifty Shades of Grey are already seeing movement. Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Freed are all in line as Fifty Shades of Grey has had explosive ticket sales. That's it for sequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? TV on DVD, May 26, Season 3 of The Wonder Years will arrive in a four-disc set. And on May 5th, you can look for Parenthood Season 6 to hit stores in a three-disc set. And also on May 5th, everybody will know your name. As Cheers, the complete series, comes to DVD in a 45-disc set. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, The Voices, with Ryan Reynolds, comes our way on April 7th. And The Woman in Black 2, Angel of Death, hits stores on April 14th. And the expected release on DVD and Blu-ray of Fifty Shades of Grey is in June. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen to Be On, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, Amazon is remaking the TV show Sigmund and the Sea Monster to add to their staple of new shows. And Cinemax has added a full series of Outcast, and now this is going to be a series dealing with exorcism from The Walking Dead's creator. And James Franco will star in a Hulu TV show based on a Stephen King novel concerning time travel called 11-22-63. That's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as celebrity birthdays? <laughs> Celebrity birthdays on February 15th, Jane Seymour turns 64 years old. February 16th, Ice T turns 56. LeVar Burton turns 58. February 17th, Joseph Gordon Levitt turns 34. And Larry the Cable Guy turns 52. And Renee Russo turns 61. Hal Holbrook turns 90. On February 18th, look for John Travolta becomes 61 years old. Vanna White turns 58. George Kennedy, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 90. Sybil Shepard turns 65. And on February 19th, Jeff Daniels, dumb or dumber, whichever you want to think he is, he turns 60. And Bellamy Young, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, from Scandal, turns 45. February 20th, Sidney Poitier turns 88. Cindy Crawford turns 49. And on February 21st, Jennifer Love Hewitt turns 36 years old. And Kelsey Grammer turns 60. As far as listener birthdays, well, we have Barbara L. of Des Moines, Iowa turning 30. And holding, she says. <laughs> and we want to wish you all... A very happy birthday, and if you have a birthday coming up, or a friend or a relative, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we will get your birthday here on On Screen and Beyond, and everybody can celebrate it along with you. So, 
That is it for birthdays, but now it's time for our interview with Mo Bandy, country music star who has had over 60 hits, 10 number ones, and uh, she ain't cheating, she's just getting even, and all those other hits that he had, and he's coming up next, Mo Bandy, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is a country music performer who has charted numerous times with 10 number one hits, 40 top 10 hits, 66 chart hits, five gold albums on the country charts with hits like Hank Williams, You Wrote My Life, She's Not Really Cheating, She's Just Getting Even, and Just Good Old Boys. It's Mo Bandy. Mo, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be talking with you. Mo, you've had a tremendous amount of hits. Well, I was, you know, I was kind of, <laughs> kind of a record machine <laughs> years ago. I was just recording a lot in the studios, and uh, it's really paid off. It's been good for me. We, uh, you know, over the years, those songs just keep hanging in there for some reason. And uh, it, it's weird how the life of a uh, the traditional country songs from years ago would would be going this long, you know. It's amazing. I'm, I'm awed by it every day. Mm-hmm. Now, did you write a lot of your songs? I know you wrote some, but did you write them all? I wrote some, but generally I had some great writers that wrote for me, and uh, I, I just looked for the, the greatest song I could find. And uh, we had such great writers back in my day that... Uh, I was lucky to find uh, some, and then I had a guy named Whitey Schaefer who wrote a lot of my songs, and uh, his writing and my singing were just matched up real good, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it worked out good. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Whitey Schaefer. Uh, I understand you're hosting a tribute show to uh, Whitey? I sure am. And Whitey, uh, I, re- I recorded uh, 33 of his songs. He wrote these great songs uh, for George Strait, uh, um Everybody in the business, Merle Haggard, everybody in the world recorded Whitey's songs. But when I first came to town, he started writing these songs for me, and uh, I was looking for a rodeo song because my brother was doing went to the final seven times in bull riding, and I was looking for a rodeo song, and uh, I got a call one night about 3 in the morning, and I said, who is this? She said, this is Lefty, and I said, Lefty who? said, Lefty Frizzell. Oh, whoa. <laughs> he said, Whitey and I wrote that rodeo song for you. And I said, great. And Lefty sang it. And it's Dandy the Rodeo Clown. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, I mean, it, it, so Whitey had so much to do with my uh, career. And he's having some health problems right now. And I'm doing a big show for him the 18th of uh, February. Uh, at the Palace there in Nashville, and we've got all kinds of great acts coming, and I'm just tickled to death. Really? That's great. That's nice of you to get that going for him. And I understand that the, the ticket prices are, are really reasonable. Well, the prices are going to be 20 bucks, and yeah. uh, just a few. We, we got Gene Watson, Joe Stampley, Eddie Raven, David Frizzell, Becky Hobbs, T. Graham Brown, John Conley, Jeannie Seeley. Uh, Dallas Frazier, Jet Williams, Jimmy Fortune, uh, 
Oh, we got some great people coming. That's great. I mean, it's going to be just hearing all those people sing their hits is going to be something. But you know, I mean, you could alone do a, a full length concert. <laughs> I could do full, a full concert with uh, just Whitey songs, right? That he's written for me. Uh, but we're gonna, golly, the the hits in that room is going to be pretty heavy that night. Oh yeah, that's that's going to that's going to be a lot of fun. Jeez. Now, um, yeah. it's you mentioned rodeo. Uh, I understand that you were actually a you were a rodeo rider at one point. I rode bulls and bareback broncs when I was younger, wow. and I rode when, a while. When you were crazier, right? <laughs> when I was younger and crazier, right? <laughs> and uh, every time I got ducked off on my head, I said I need to get back to my music where I belong. That <laughs> uh, I love the sport. I still love the sport, and I have. Uh, own two bucking bulls. One of them's MoBandy.com, who's had a great career. He's getting a little old right now, but I've just bought another one, my brother and I, and he's called Bandy's Bad Boy, and we're just really excited about him. Hmm. Now, now, when you say, I, I'm always thinking of the guy who is riding the horse, the not the horse, but the the bull, uh, but. Uh, how does that work? Are you, I, I mean, are you getting a, a bull that you're hoping is going to throw these people off? <laughs> well, yes, and, and it's kind of a, a strange situation because you don't want to be sitting up in the stands next to the rider's mother, you know. <laughs> uh, that that can cause a problem. But, yeah, you actually do. You you want your bull to, if you don't throw them off, to just look real good, you know, to score mm-hmm. a lot of points. Yeah. And, uh it's really fun. Yeah. Now, did you get hurt a lot doing that? Yes, I, I broke my collarbone twice Ooh. in two weeks, <laughs> and I had all kind of rib injury, broken ribs, uh, just a little bit of everything. And uh, but uh, luckily, I, I got better since. Because if I had been better at it, like my brother was, uh, I'm sure I would have stayed longer. But uh, I just didn't have the talent to do that is I don't think as much as I did the music. Mm-hmm. Well, lucky for us, you did continue to, to go to music. <laughs> right. Lucky for me. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that was one of the turning points, would you say, that led you to uh, continue with music? My mother played piano and my dad played guitar. And... Uh, so I was raised in music, and uh, that's really what I wanted to do uh, more than anything. And uh, the bull riding and all that is just all show business, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, did and, you? Uh, who were some of the uh, people who inspired you as far as music? Well, I loved uh, Hank Williams. You want to go way way back there, Hank Williams. I uh, loved his music, uh, Jimmy Rogers. But as I came up, I loved George Jones and Merle Haggard. And they were about 10 years ahead of me there. And so I got to come in and and get in on that end part of their recording career. And uh, what a thrill that was to, to be, be able to perform and sing uh, on the same shows and and get to know him. Mm. It was a thrill. 
Yeah. Now I read online, and, and of course we can always not be too sure if things we read <laughs> online are, are true or not. Right. But is it true that the, your grandfather wor- uh, worked with Jimmy Rogers? Right. My, I, my mother's side of family is from Radiant, Mississippi, and my grandfather worked on the railroad with Jimmy Rogers. And uh, a couple of years ago, they uh, I, I'm, I'm very honored by that. They put up a huge plaque. Uh, right by the railroad yard, it's a it's a uh, historic marker for the state, and it's it's got a picture of me and and it talks about my grandfather worked at that railroad station, and uh, it was just quite an honor. And they presented me with the, they uh, inducted me into that uh, Mississippi Hall of Fame and put my name on the on the sidewalk and it's. A great thrill to, mm-hmm. to that. And, yeah. Uh, it was just an honor, and I know my grandfather would have been proud of that. Yeah. Now, when when you made your first record, uh, I'm, I'm sure that must have been a thrill to do that because, you know, it's the first time you do a, a song like that. Uh, do you happen to have a copy of that record? I do. I recorded a song. Uh, years way back there called Lonely Girl that I wrote and uh, I recorded it there in San Antonio, Texas where I was raised and uh, I was lucky enough I was, I was driving down the road one day and that's I begged the people at the radio station to play it mm-hmm. and I was driving down the road and I heard it and oh my god I pulled up beside the road just listen to that song I thought oh this is unbelievable <laughs> and uh, what a, I'll never forget that yeah I imagine you must have been telling all your friends to listen and, <laughs> and hear it oh yeah and if I had a cell phone then I'd have been calling everybody <laughs> <laughs> back then we didn't have cell phones so. <laughs> we didn't have we had to wait till the nearest phone booth you know? right <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now, of all the songs you have, is there one that's that's your favorite, personally? Well, I guess the song that probably had more impact is "Till I'm Too Old to Die Young." There's been some great stories. It's been played at a lot of funerals. It's uh, some people that were very ill. It inspired them to really try to get better. And, uh, it's been a very special song. Um, and "Bandy the Rodeo Clown," of course. Uh, has my name in it, written by Lefty and Whitey. Uh, that that has been a, a thrill to it. Well, I can remember back in the, I think it was in the 80s or late 70s, early 80s there, uh, I was working at a country station, and uh, I can remember playing your songs like She's Not Really Cheating, She's Just Getting Even, and things like that. It seemed like every week it tur- there was a new Mo Bandy song coming out. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you, I had them so, uh, I used, I've, I've told people I, I had one coming up the charts and one coming down the charts right. for many years, you know, and, uh, golly, I was very, very lucky there. And then Joe Stamplin and I did all that stuff, and so I was recording. I had two two singles of my own out each year, or two albums, I, I should say, and one album with Joe, so I, we were doing three albums a year. Wow. Now, what made you decide to, to, I know you had your solo career, but then all of a sudden you started doing work with uh, Joe. So uh, what prompted the two of you to get together? Well, Joe and I were doing a tour over in Europe, and 
for some reason we got to talking and we went had dinner and he said, Mo and Joe, that sounded like Waylon and Willie. And his piano player, Angelique Fleetwood, was sitting with us at the time. And so a couple of days later he walks up and he says, I, he's from Georgia, he said, I got that song. And I said, what song? He said, uh, I wrote for you and Joe, and, and it was good old boys. Mm -hmm. And uh, we said, well, we need a, we need a, uh, a chorus to it. And so he went back and wrote the chorus. I did a session. We brought Joe in at the end of my session and recorded it. And it just, the record company just went crazy about it. It was really fun. Yeah. Now the song, Hey Joe, Hey Mo, mm -hmm. how did you determine who was going to be, you know, it could have very well have been Hey Mo, Hey Joe. <laughs> well, I know. I, I got, uh, he got top billing on that. <laughs> that, that was an old, uh, old Carl Smith song that he recorded years ago. And I'll tell you an interesting thing. I was on a plane one day uh, flying from Dallas to Nashville, I think it was, and I sat next to Conway Twitty. Wow. And we talked and talked, and Conway said, you know a good song you and Joe ought to record? And I said, what? He said, hey, Joe, that old Carl Smith song. I said, Man, that's that's good. Because anytime Conway suggests a song, you better go cut it. Right. <laughs> he, he knew songs. I'm telling you, that man was the best at that. Yeah. And so we did. We cut it, and it, it worked out. Did you ever get to work with with uh, any any you know any of those people? Oh uh, well, Conway, I, I worked uh, quite a bit with him and Loretta. Uh, opened several of their shows for him, um, and of course George Jones and. All of them, uh, Merle Haggard, uh, worked shows with all of them. And man, it was just an honor and a thrill to uh, to be around these folks that were my heroes. You know? Oh, yeah. And uh, it was just great. Yeah. Boy, that's, I mean, you know, those are, I mean, you're a legend too, but uh, I mean, those are your legends, you know, the people that, that you were listening to. It must have been a thrill to work with them. Well, it, it, it was a thrill. I tell you, I was, I was doing a, uh, an interesting thing on that. I, I had never met George Jones or Tammy Wynette. I was doing a all-night radio show after my my first song. I went out on the road and would do a medley of my hit, you know, after my first song. <laughs> and uh, I was on an all-night show in Des Moines, Iowa. And uh, they said, you have a special call came in. And it was Tammy and, and George, Tammy Wynette and George Jones. And they said, we called in to tell you that we love your music. And you talk about knocking me flat, that did it. Wow, I can imagine. And, uh, <laughs> it just was the biggest thrill. And, of course, later on I got to meet them and and uh, got to be friends. And it was just a, a great thing. Yeah. Now, when, when you met them, did you mention that, that time that they called in? Oh, yes. I remind them of that. And uh, sure did. And I was telling somebody the other day uh, about... You're going to start bringing stories out of me here. Uh, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> the last time I met uh, Tammy Wynette, the last time I, I saw her, I not met her, uh, I was walking down Music Row and it was snowing, and a, a Rose Royce pulled up next to me, and it was uh, George and Tammy, George Rich at the time, and Tammy. And uh, Tammy called me over and said, Mo Bandy, I said, what? She called me over and she just said, I love you. And they drove off. 
last time I ever saw her. So hmm. that was uh, that was a thrill. Wow. Yeah. Now you you still tour quite a bit, don't you? I do. I, I tour a lot, and uh, I love it. I, I really enjoy it. I was in Branson for a long time, and I still toured some while I was there. But I'm back on the road full time, and and I just love it. I, I uh, main reason I do it's because I love it. You know, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. The money comes in handy. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that always helps. <laughs> yeah, that helps. No matter what you're doing, that's always a good thing. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Do you do you tend to uh, try to talk to the fans at all when you when you're out touring? Definitely. I that's uh, I sign autographs after every show. I meet with the fans. I love the fans. They've uh, stayed with me all these years. They brought their kids and their grandkids in. Uh, they have just been great and uh that's another reason i do it is for the fans of course uh but yes i do i, I try to, to mix and mingle with the fans as much as i can yeah do you have any unusual fan stories you know anything any weird things that have ever happened while you've been out well we have people that follow us everywhere we've had that for years people that show up uh everywhere and you know and that's just it's hard to you know, you think, uh, boy, you're spending all your money driving and gas. And, right. But we have that all the time, and it, it's just, it, it, I appreciate it a whole lot. Well, Mo, I'd like to finish up with two final questions. Taking us away from all your songs and your hits and everything else that you've done, when you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows? What do you like to watch now and of the past? And also, what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Well... Uh, I like I like sports a lot. I'm involved mm-hmm. in sports. Of course, I like bull riding. Um, I love the UFC fighting. I watch that a lot on TV, uh, and I just uh, really enjoy that. As far as movies go, I just saw one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's a sniper, and uh, uh, I, I think that's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. And uh, yeah. I, I, as a matter of fact, I'm getting involved with with Chris Kyle's dad. Some I'm helping some on uh, doing some benefits for uh, the uh, the warriors, the, the the veterans that come on, and I'm so proud of of our veterans. And so yeah. I'm just uh, that movie has inspired me so much. Wow! Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, Ma, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here and sharing with us, and uh, I do appreciate it. Thank you, and enjoyed talking with you. Appreciate it a lot. A big thank you going out to Mo Bandy. want to thank him for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond and sharing with us, letting us know about his upcoming concerts and everything else. And if you get a chance, check out some of his music if you haven't heard it. It's great stuff. All right. We're getting toward the end of another episode of On Screen and Beyond. It's, uh, we got a lot of great guests. I've been on the phones and uh, talking with some uh, people and making arrangements. And we got some fantastic guests coming your way, just like we always do. If you've got a friend and, uh, you know, they want to listen to some stuff while they're doing whatever they're doing, whether it's, uh, you know, some people tell me what they're doing when they're listening to the show, and uh, I can't tell you everything, but I'll tell you, there's some crazy things people are doing. But whatever you're doing and uh, you're listening to the show, tell a friend about it. 
have them go to onscreenandbeyond.com, go to our rerun section, and you can see all 351 episodes of the show, and you can hear somebody out there that you're going to enjoy listening to. Some TV show you liked, or some movie you liked, or some music star, whether it's country or rock or whatever, they're all out there on onscreenandbeyond.com, and we've got more coming your way. So I hope you're going to be listening, and I want to thank all the people all over the world who are listening in other countries. Uh, We appreciate it. Hope you're enjoying it. If you want to communicate with me, email me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I read every single email that comes our way. So I thank you so much for all those emails that you're sending me. And that's it. That is a wrap for this week. Oh, by the way, if you do have a suggestion for a guest, email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about getting that person on. So if you're on Facebook, be sure to like us. Leave a review on iTunes if you'd like. And uh, that's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 